I was in the car the other day driving and the song came on Dear Mama by Tupac. And my son used to always be like, Mom, this is your song. This is my song I dedicate to you. And so I really turned it up and I started listening to the words. You know, you are appreciated. You know, he was like really saying some things about his mama. And I was thinking like he really loved his mama and his mama loved him even when his ass was in the streets messing up. His mama still loved him, still spoke life in him. He still was a knucklehead, but his mama still loved him. And by him writing this song, he knew that his mama just loved him. And the title of this episode is A Mother's Love. A Mother's Love. It's your girl, Tiffany Nicole. You know, every time you hear that sound, now you're official. You're locked in with Tiffany Nicole. What's up, ladies? What's up, fathers? What's going on? It's your girl. Yes, this episode, a mother's love. It's something about a mama when she love her child. Like, you know, think about mama bear, you know, and you think about the lion's you know, how they act. And I was just giving y'all like a little snippet of how I was listening to Tupac. And I was just thinking like, man, the love that we have for our children is, I can't even explain it. So I was just like, let me look it up and see what the dictionary says. Like I just said, okay, you know, hey, Google, hey, Siri. So I was just like, let me just see a mother's love. Like what comes up? What came up was this in the dictionary. It says a protector and possessive, affectionate, which a mother will typically display towards their child throughout their life. (laughs) Mamas, can we all relate? At some point, we've been protective over our kids, we've been possessive over our kids, and we're very affectionate over our kids, you know, Um, especially when your children were like, remember back in the day, when they were in middle school, high school, when they find their first girlfriend, and then you get possessive, because you know, now you no longer got you know, he's no longer mama's boy or, you know, daddy's little girl. So you get this possessive at some point, not like crazy possessive, but y'all know what I mean. Um, and then you're protective. Obviously you're protective over anything. Like when they played sports, any type of thing that they did, you was very protective, you know? And then, you know, you would show affection and be show affection to your child by saying, I love you. Or you would, um, you know, hug them, embrace them, all those good things, you know? And a mother's love is, Man, it's the most purest form of love. It really is because we carry that baby for nine months and then they grow up and they become, you know, this person that they're trying to figure out life. And we still love them through the bumps and bruises and all this, you know, and having a child that's incarcerated, sometimes a mother's love. (laughs) I'm laughing because sometimes a mother's love, it. It challenges you sometimes. It does challenge you. Sometimes you love the hell out your kids and sometimes you want to choke the hell out of them at the same time because you keep telling them the same thing over and over. And when I say child, I don't mean 15, 16. I mean adult children because my son now is no longer a little kid. He is an adult male that is incarcerated. And, you know, sometimes... We would butt heads even before he even got incarcerated. 
because I was trying to tell him X, Y, and Z. And I know all of y'all mamas can relate. You try to tell him X, Y, and Z, like this is what's going to happen if you do this. If you keep continuing to keep living this lifestyle, this is what's going to happen. I know I am not the only mother that is out there that told their child 700 times. Listen here. You keep living in the streets and watch what's going to happen. And then boom, (laughs) life happens, you know? And, you know, I was reading something else too, like, have you guys like know the story of the eagle? Like the mama eagle, like how she forms the nest for her, for her babies. Like, have you guys ever like, I was like, I was doing some research on mother's love and then the eagle's nest of, you know, for the mother eagle. Like when a mother's eagle is like expecting her young, you know, she prepares a large nest, you know, and it's like high and it's on the edge of a cliff like the nest is like super high where no one can ever touch it you know what I'm saying um and she like you know she makes it fancy like she gets all the sticks she layers it she gets all the stuff she gets the feathers so she makes it very comfortable for the newborn you know for the at the time it's an egg right and then it cracks and then it, you know then it's a baby eagle right um, and then when, you know, when the baby Eagle arrives, you know, she makes it, like I said, completely comfortable, completely cozy in the nest. And do you know, like the mother Eagle, like she really puts passion and love into this nest and remind you it's animal. So imagine, you know, mama's, if an Eagle has as much, you know, thought into the child for for her baby eagle like imagine how we are as humans mothers like the love that we carry and share with our children like I said earlier is the most purest form of love because we try our best to protect our kids even as when they're adults in every arena of life we just try but listen to this with the with the mama eagle um and some of you moms can relate because um, I've been down this road where, you know, the baby eagle starts to grow, you know. So now that it's growing, each day she removes, you know, some feathers. Um, she finally makes the nest maybe unbearable for the baby eagle. So she, you know, she's she's pulling some things out. So it's no longer cozy. It's no longer comfortable. The baby eagle is not like, you know, chilling and just got them the, the furs, you know, the, the feathers. Everything's just so comfortable, right? Because now she's making it very uncomfortable because she knows the baby eagle has to grow up right so in order for you to grow up I can't make it comfortable for you forever and I'm guilty of that of my child I have made it smoothly comfortable for him at times and sometimes um I don't know about for you moms but sometimes the child my son I can say throws that back into my face and then you question your parenting hood about well should I have done it this way or should I not but I want to pause for a second and just say, you did a hell of a job. You are appreciated as a mom, like period, hands down. You did the best that you can do, right? Okay, so let me go back about the eagles, the baby eagles. So she makes it so uncomfortable for them, right? So eventually, eventually, she, the, the baby eagles have to leave the nest, like they have to leave. So now she's getting them out of their comfort zone because before they were comfortable so now she has to make it uncomfortable for them so you know 
as it gets uncomfortable, eventually the, the baby eagle's like, I'm getting tired of this thing plucking me. And, you know, the baby eagle's going to have to, you know, fall off the nest because they no longer wants to be, you know, plucked anymore. So here's my thing. I'm just going to pause on that. Is like when I say a mother's love and I talk about the mom, the eagle, the baby eagle, how the mother made it so uncomfortable for the child. I just want to ask you mothers, like, do you ever feel when you tell your child no, that you're not a good mom or when you no longer make it comfortable for your child? Do you feel like you're not enough as a mother? Do you feel like I've turned my back because I can no longer take this pressure of life that they keep giving me? For example, I'm just going to share my story is that my son stayed in trouble so much like he was good throughout high school and then something shifted junior and senior year he just shifted I will never be able to comprehend but he shifted he become you know he's fighting being very argumentative with the with teachers you know being kicked out the football team you know doing all this type of activities that wasn't that was not who he was you know what I'm saying fighting always I'm getting a phone call like literally I would never forget I would get a phone call from the police department Every other day, it was a school, the principal, the police department. And I was like, oh, my God, what is happening? I would pray this little boy still would mess up, you know, and then got kicked out of high school, got him in. He got kicked out of high school twice, got him into this other school, this other program. We was able to graduate. We got him across the stage, you know, then I was like, OK, what are we going to do now that we out of school? Still continue to keep living a street life. Still continued. And again, I made it comfortable. I was not thinking like the mother eagle, how at some point you got to make it a little bit uncomfortable for your child. But I kept making it comfortable. I kept making it safe until one day it was my breaking point when I got a phone call from the police department. Um, My son went to juvie for the weekend. Um, Then after that, he thought he didn't think it was that serious. Then after that, he got in trouble again. And then I was like, I can't continue to keep doing this. I had to drop him just like the mother eagle dropped her baby eagle. But in this situation, uh, I didn't do what the what the mama eagle did, because when you think about the story of the mother eagle and the baby eagle, she drops it. And I think the baby eagle. The wing, the uh, the wings, does not officially are not strong enough. So the mother eagle comes in and she swores down and she gets her baby right. Uh uh-uh. uh. Now I was talking about mother eagles, but I ain't saying like I'm fully a mother eagle because at some point I'm gonna let you fall, and I let him fall. Did I feel guilty? Was that the hardest decision I had to make? Yes, it was one of the toughest decisions I had to make because I was tired. When you become sick and tired, do you let go? I had to let go. And some people would debate with me and saying, oh, that's not right. You don't love your child. No, again, the title of the story, the title of this episode is A Mother's Love. Sometimes you have to let your child go and fall. Unfortunately, you have to. Because if not, they are going to suck the life out of you. They really are. I went through so much with my son, with the police department, the high school. Like it was so much where I was losing weight. 
and I was just, I was so argumentative with everyone. I was just angry at the world because he just shifted on me. Don't know how he shifted, but then, you know, in hindsight, we go back and we realize that, you know, his father wasn't his life. So he shifted. So I, that's a whole nother topic. But anyway, let's go back to a mother's love. So I don't want you mothers to feel like, oh, you know, I'm not a good mom because I wasn't there or I decided to cut my child off. Like, let's here we go. When you have to cut your child off, I've cut my child off multiple times. Not once, but multiple times. It's hard. You cry and then you try to talk to your friends and they're like, well, you should have did it this way. But again, they don't, they can't relate because their child is probably an honor roll student. I was talking to people that kids were like on varsity football team that was, you know, being about to get a full ride scholarship. I was talking to people that their kids was not acting up. Like I was talking to the wrong group of mothers. Because they kept saying, oh, no, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. So I kept doubting myself as a mom. And I was like, well, maybe I'm not good enough. And then I kept hearing all these, you know, my son was just like, well, you should have did this. Your children make you feel guilty. They make you feel guilty because they're projecting what's on them that they should have got it. But they did not. They chose not to get it. So you go through all of that. And then here I am now today. I realized that I made the best decision what I did back then. I had to drop him. I had to. Because if I didn't, I would probably be somewhere in a home with a straight jacket rocking. I'm being honest with you. Because he was taking me through so much. And mamas who have children that's taking you through the ringer, they make you feel guilty when you call, when they call you from prison. And then you hang up and then subconsciously you feel like, well, maybe I should do this. I should do this more. No, you did all you can do. You love your child no matter what. Good, bad. And that's the thing that Sometimes that is hard is that when our kids do make a mistake or sometimes when they make that mistake, you still love them. This was saying a mother's love. We still love our children no matter what. And people don't understand or can't relate to when our kids have messed up so many times. You're like, you're still standing by your kid. That's the love that you have for your child. But I also want you to know. You got to love yourself more because at some point you have to pull it together and be like, I can't allow Timmy, Jimmy and Billy to take me through this anymore. Or Sarah or Melissa or Shamika. We can't do this anymore, moms. I know. Trust me. I have been there where it trains you so much where you can't even it can't even like you can't even function it's so much but I want to say this to you I want to say that you're phenomenal you are phenomenal don't let anyone tell you that you're not and that your child is incarcerated yeah he's incarcerated but I was also thinking listen to this if my son was not incarcerated where would he be would I be at the morgue would I be at the police department? Would I be worried about if there's going to be gangs that's going to attack me as I'm getting into my car? Like, I had gang members approach my house before. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes I'd be like, you know, I'm in my feelings about my son. Like, man, he's incarcerated. But the other part of me is wondering, dang, is that 
a safe place is God protecting him by being locked up. I know that's crazy, but sometimes I wonder if my son was free. Would I be at the morgue? Or would I be dealing with all this type of nonsense? And so sometimes I say, you know what? I'm grateful because for one, he's alive. He's alive. Second, I know where he's at 24 hours of the day. Is it rough in there? Hell yeah. But I believe and trust God that his that God's angels are protecting him. And God is doing what he needs to do with my son, dealing with his mental, dealing with him as a whole, dealing with him as, an, as a man. I take the good, no, the bad. I take the bad and I turn it into God's good and God's greatness. The devil mean it for your bad, but God gonna mean it for your good in the end. And I just want to stress to every mom is that you are great. I don't care what they say about you. You did the best that you could do. And the way you love your child, continue to keep loving your child while they're still behind bars because they need us. They need us more than they realize it. Just for them to hear our voices and to say, I love you, that gives them strength. And for us, it's like, uh, every time I tell my son I love him and he says, mom, I love you too, it gives me I, I pause and sometimes I get sad, but then it just, it's like an energized bunny. It just gives me energy to be like, you know what? He's okay. And I'm going to get through this. And so are you. Um, we can't let this sink us to the point where we can't function in life. You know, um, I really want you guys to get it as far as like, the emotions. I have been through so many emotions with this little boy, now adult child, of being incarcerated, being in the hole, being jumped, being transferred so many times. Now he's been transferred again. You know, now he's in a, now he has a new cellmate. All of these different emotions come through my mind, right? But I'm going to trust God. I'm going to trust God. Just like a mother's love. Think about the love that God has for us. If I love my son this much and they, and the Bible says that God loves me even more, if he loves me more and I love my son more than anything in this world. So just imagine if I love my son that much and God loves him even more, I know he's going to be protected. I know God is going to look out for him. So mothers, don't beat yourself up. Don't. Please don't. Don't let these kids manipulate you to think that you're not enough, that you could have did X, Y, and Z. Yeah, we all could have did things different in life. Hey, we all could have, but should have, could have, would have. But it's called life. Lesson learned. You learn from your mistakes. You pull it together. You be like, you know what? Next time I'm going to go this route. Just like with my son, I decided all this yelling and hollering. I'm not going to go that route anymore because that's what I did. But when he gets out, even as when he's when he calls me, I'm not going to yell when I, you know, he says something stupid or whatever, I'm just going to listen. And then when he gets out, I'm still not going to be yelling. Cause you know what? I am not going to be that person anymore. So mamas, you know, I just want to tell y'all that you are beautiful and you are phenomenal and you are appreciated in every arena of life. Just know that you will get through this. 
some days are, you know, some days are good. Some days are not. I think the past couple of days, um, they really haven't been good. I just been, I just had this, I was just really missing Damiani, really missing him. And I was just like, man, I want him to come home, you know? But the other part of me is just like, is he going to get it this time? Because I ain't going to lie to y'all. I am not going to be able to function if this boy does not get it. Because we have been through so much, so much. And it's just like, it has to click. Because having a child incarcerated, it's so stressful. Like it's mentally, sometimes it's draining. Like when I say it's draining, it's just draining. And then you just, then you just put it on the shelf because you go to work, but on the inside, you still think about your child and you're just like, oh, then you come home and you see pictures everywhere. It's just draining some days, but you know what? I know God is giving me reassurance to let me know that it's going to be okay. And I will get through this. If I'm getting through this, ladies, y'all definitely can get through this. Like, I just want to say to you mothers that you're wonderful. And the way you love your children, keep continuing to love them. And even if you have to drop them, you can drop them and still love them. And it's going to be okay. Because they got to get it. They have to get it at some point. And I don't want you moms to be so stressed out where you forget about you and you are important. And I truly want every mother to know that you are special and God has so much for you and your child. And for the mothers who have multiple children that are incarcerated, I would say get ready to write a book because that's a story. I don't have two children. I just have the one. But for my mamas who have a couple of kids that are incarcerated, I just want to share this with you is that maybe you should start writing. Get a journal because your story is going to be a blessing to someone else. Your testimony, Um, because it gets intense. You have not one child, but now both of your children are incarcerated and a mother's love who loves both of her babies. And they're both incarcerated. I I just applaud you because that takes nothing but strength. It takes nothing but strength. Um, But again, it's your girl, Tiffany Nicole. I truly appreciate you guys for being locked in with me for 23 minutes. I truly do. Again, I love you guys. I love how you guys support and you download. Keep downloading and please write in the comment section. Um, write a review about the podcast. I would love for you guys to write, write a review about how you feel um, or what you want to hear more. Um, again, you can follow me on Instagram. It's L-I-W, Tiffany Nicole, Locked In with Tiffany Nicole. Again, love you guys. God bless.